Good, my bad. Well, welcome to book club, everyone. So this month we have covered Little Women by Louisa May Alcott, which was published in 1968, 1868 and 1869 um, in two volumes. And it follows the lives of four March sisters, Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy. The novel details their passage from childhood to womanhood and is loosely based on the author and her three sisters. So this month, month we have specially done it in that we are covering all, well, all the film adaptations of Little Women and then bringing it up to the 2019 adaptation which just came out and has been nominated for tons of awards. Uh, so let's start with what was everyone's history with Little Women before this? Who had like read the book and seen other films maybe? My only reference for it was when Joey reads it in French. Yes, that's everyone's <laughs> that reference. That was mine. <laughs> um, that was literally my only reference for it. Did you know any of the plot points? Nope, apart from the ones that Joey mentioned hmm. in that's crazy. the episode of Friends where he reads it. Okay. Um, I read it as a kid, I think, like the book is on my shelf, but I, <laughs> well, it was I so finished. long ago that I had like no memory of it basically. All I knew is Joey going, Beth is really sick, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so you're spending the whole book waiting yeah. for the inevitable, but yeah, no, not much. Huh. I knew it only through pop culture. That was it? The idea that yeah. it's a book that's been around for ages hmm. and it's considered a classic tales. I mean, so I know all the char- I knew all the characters and things happened <laughs> characters just from picking up from references. Mm. Yeah. It is one of those classic books, isn't it? You just know even if you don't actually it's like know it. Yeah. Charles Dickens or something, mm. like yes. you know what has happened. You know characters, you know character names, you know <laughs> you don't the have things met. that befall mm. the characters. You don't need to have read the book to be able to talk about it. Usually not. <laughs> Today we do. But I'm not certain that I was the target audience. No, I, well, I don't read know. this book way back when. Yes. I, I wouldn't have been compelled um, to read it. For me, I definitely read the book as a very young kid. I had one of these like illustrated hardback editions mm-hmm. in my room, and then I had watched the 1994 film with Winona Ryder. Um, so we can start with um, beginning. There were two silent films which are lost, unfortunately, in like 19, around 1911 that were filmed. And then no footage left at all. Nothing. Completely lost. Okay. I think there's like a picture of the film poster you can find online of the films. Uh, I don't know if they were like, it doesn't look like the ratings on them were amazing. Um, then in 1933, there's an adaptation. I don't know if Tom, you want to, as Tom has watched it. I, I've, I've watched it as well, but if you want to talk a little bit about it, I hope if you want to achieve Well, I found it to be a very soft focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, adaptation of the tale. <laughs> Go on. It was very much, I think, meant to be like a storybook. Mm-hmm. Wow. One of its opening uh, images was of an actual illustrated picture book like you were about to enter into a fairy tale. Wow. And so every the whole look of it followed suit. Every close-up yes. was through a soft focus lens mm-hmm. as people uh, spoke their mm. truths into the world and all yes. this. Um, I didn't find it terribly engaging, I have to say. It seemed to me like a very, very straightforward um, adaptation of of the book, nearly scene for scene. Mm -hmm. Very focused on Joe, to the detriment of some of the other characters. I think that's true of a lot of the adaptations, I have to say. So, it was directed by George Cooper and was starring Catherine Hepburn as Joe. Uh, Joan Bennett as... uh, Amy, Jean Parker as Beth, and Frances D as Meg. Not anyone else, well, noteworthy to me for that era. What I did take note of and was interesting, and I specifically started looking at this when I was watching the 1933, was 
the ages of the characters yeah. and the actors okay. that play yeah, them. Very, they were too old. Definitely <laughs> ranging wildly. Okay. 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 I also think this was the era when people were lying about their ages. Catherine Hepburn was 26. Mm. No. <laughs> I did not think that. Uh, and then... She very nicely captured Joe's tomboyish yes. energy, mm. but never once was able to settle into thinking that these characters I liked her portrayal in that Sorry. it was a very, like, physical comedy. The way, okay. like, she was really, like, all over the place, like, very clumsy, falling over things. Mm. It was very active and loud and rambunctious and, like, joyful. And very, she was very playful with the role. Um, rather than being stern, which, because I think sometimes the interpretation is that she's very serious, whereas I think she was just, like, kind of a kid, almost, more mm. so, mm. in her role. And then I think the other actresses playing the roles kind of fell away. They weren't really. very distinctive, I have no. to say. And the, the tragedy of Beth's passing was, again, because everything was so soft. Yeah. You, you didn't even you see. You don't really, really feel the, okay. what that must be like for this family. It was interesting to read about it that the film was hugely successful. Mm. I think that like the best film of the year financially because it was depression <laughs> era and it was all about sort of making something out of nothing and having nothing and finding the love and you know coming together with your family in poverty. So in a sense and in the period it was coming out it was hugely successful and there wasn't really anything else like it. There weren't really a lot of family films like that coming out. It wasn't. It wasn't very deeply felt, though. No. I don't think. That's, it was very like superficial adaptation. With it, which is interesting because George Cukor at that time is known as the director you go to for women's films. Yeah, he did the women. Did, like, and the, the mother, I think, did a good job and sort of the actress. I don't know who she was, but yeah, but it didn't. It didn't really scratch. I mean, directed by men, produced by men. Surface. I don't think it was gonna. Yeah. You know, and you. And I think it was probably a Catherine Hepburn vehicle. Definitely. No one cared about who the other women were. And that's not to say that she herself took over. Also to note, the woman who was playing Amy was pregnant. (laughs) During the building of it. That was a lot of women or just... No, no, no. no, Surely it was another actress. You would think. Yeah. So there were a lot of times she was wearing those really baggy dresses. (laughs) They were covering (laughs) up the fact she was pregnant. They were all in... Yeah. But you'd seem focused on... More of the light-hearted. Yes, mm-hmm. very sweet, funny behavior. A lot of the the, the little plays that they were doing yeah. were very prominent. Yeah, it's very interesting that the one the one play that in, in the book is just covered quite quickly becomes an entire <laughs> sequence. It's quite, I thought that was quite cool. That in the, the film, yeah. Like, goodness, what, what, why is this suddenly yes. mm. being the the central? I don't feel that's a major part of the story. I think it's no, significant, but it's not, it's not enough major. to build in no, that way. No, not, not an not entire thing. That's to do with when it was released, though. Probably. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. they wanted it to be this lighter, kind of more uplifting affair. I mean, it's not the most, not super dandy. Mm-hmm. If you did the whole no, thing. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. But yeah. they want to highlight this kind of... The fun sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fun that these children now are having. Actually. So that was emphasised. And I think because they didn't really show the death of Beth, to a sort of intense way, and also even the separate, well, the sort of breakup between um, Lori and Joe was quite amicable. Like there wasn't any sort of tears-stained pillows, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was very like, okay, <laughs> no, no, this is too bad, but you know, we're still friends. You know, handshake, sort of, you know, it's quite resolved quite quickly. So but we'll get to that too yeah. because there are certain things fundamentally. I'm okay. Yeah. Good. Um, so then the <laughs> the next film was the 1949 film, which 
uh, was adapted by the same husband and wife team who did the 1933 film. So scene for scene, oh, no. it is exactly Why do they do the twice? same. Because it's the same producer who did the 1933 film. Well, you'd think a decade on, they'd want to no. yeah. focus on different same things yeah. or at least but try so the main difference, to make it part of so the period. It was in color, obviously, mm-hmm. unlike the 1933. Yeah, okay. It was... Um, Starring uh, Janet Leigh as Meg, uh, June Allison as Joe, who I did quite like, but she was very like, like serious know. in the role, and she was 32 while playing Joe. <laughs> oh, so. Goodness. Uh, Margaret O'Brien, who was playing Beth, who was 12. So they swapped Beth and Amy. Elizabeth Taylor was playing Amy, who was 17. So they just made Beth the young one. Yes. <laughs> just because it suited the actress. They because thought. they wanted Elizabeth Taylor, who was already a huge star yeah, by them. Uh, and they bleached her hair blonde, which was very unfortunate in the film. <laughs> um, and then you had Peter Lawford, who was quite big at the time, and had actually just done a film with Elizabeth Taylor playing Laurie. And then they had Professor Bear as an Italian man, because it was right after World War II. Mm-hmm. He just keeps changing. I know. Actually, wow. like, every <laughs> film. <laughs> um, but I don't think they could have like a German storyline after no. World War II. It wouldn't work. Um, and so... Like, I mean, there's a few changes. So there's like a huge shopping spree in the beginning and it was very like, ex- their clothes were quite nice and colorful okay. for the storyline. Um, well, post-war again, you want uh, to show yeah. yes. a, a country and recovery mm-hmm. and... Yeah. Um, I just noticed there's a few like minor changes. Like Amy isn't actually hit by her teacher in the story, but she holds up the same... It's the same drawing, so she makes a little drawing of the teacher, and it's the exact same drawing from the 1933 film, and she she holds the exact same sign saying, I'm awful or whatever, so I I literally think it's the same one. Probably is. Yeah, it was just like little things like that, like, and then you never see the Hummels either. They just talk about mm. them, but mm. you never see them actually going to visit them. Mm. From the book, the Hummels are constantly adapted, yeah. I found. Like, they never stay true to what actually happened. Yeah. From the limited ones we watched, anyway. Yeah. So, those are the minor changes. It was okay. I mean, I, I liked the actress who played Joe was quite serious. I thought um, Janet Leigh as Meg was quite nicely done. Um, and her romance with Peter Lawford, not Peter, um, with, um, what's his, I forget his name, uh, Cook. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was okay. But again, it's literally the same movie as the 1933 one, so there's not really that much to talk about. Same blueprint. Except that they could get Elizabeth Taylor in the movie. And well, they get a lot of big names. Yes, yeah. so every, for them. I think every actress there who played yes. one of the sisters was very well known. Um, so I think it was just like, like all the other adaptations, like a celebrity, you know, casting sort of coup. Mm. So. I bet you're really glad you watched four versions in one month. <laughs> I, I, I definitely I've had my film feel like <laughs> dulled at the moment to like any sort of big emotional plot points. <laughs> I had no tears to shed left for these women. You're over Beth. Do you want to talk about 1994? 1994. I liked it. I have to it by saying we watched it the same day as the new one, mm-hmm. so 2019. And I, like spoilers, I loved the new one, like mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. So watching the 94 one afterwards was a little bit of an anticlimax, but I don't think that was fair yeah. because I was so fresh from the other one. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, no, I do agree. Yeah, yeah. If we watch it with more time, I might have enjoyed it more. Yeah. I didn't dislike the 94 one. It was quite a good adaptation in terms of the source material. Uh, I thought Christian Bale plays Laurie in the 94 version. It was really good. He's great. I, I actually was... liked how he oh, did it. Very yeah. method. 
Hmm. Oh, yeah. A little bit of an asshole, but a very good asshole. Yeah. I'm sure he took the role very seriously. seriously. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's actually drunk from those scenes. Yeah. Um, Susan Sarandon was great as the mum. Yeah, I yeah she was, I loved um, her. I thought when I arrived, it was really good as Joan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, really good. I thought, I thought the other sisters weren't great, to be perfectly honest. So it was... Uh, Trina Elrado as Meg, sort of mm, not a big name. Winona Ryder as Joe, who's 23 in the film. Claire Danes as Beth, 15. Oh, yeah. She was okay, yeah. She didn't get very many lines. She was no, no, very... It was essentially the longer you were screen, the redder her eyes got. And the sound she got. Claire Danes would be too intense for Beth. Mm. Uh, I mean, she did a really good ugly cry when she yeah. was the piano. Yeah, 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 Um So then you have Kirsten. What I did, I liked that they did that none of the other films have done is that you start with Kirsten Dunst as Amy, and then when you have the transition, you have Samantha Mathis playing her as older Amy. Because mm. it doesn't make sense in any other films that she does not age really. Mm. I thought the most recent film, 2019 one, yeah. uh, Florence uh, Pugh. Pugh? Yeah. Um, she totally worked for me. Did an incredible yeah. job. Like on the scene, the scenes when she was younger, she looked shorter to me. But she was so good at having that like childish quality of like throwing a strap or getting yeah. angry or almost yeah. the point of it being funny because she's so ridiculous and everyone around her knows she's ridiculous. Um, I thought she was great. I think in this most recent mm. adaptation, they had to be much more aware of that, given the fact of how they approach the material by fracturing the time. Yeah. 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 Got, you True. have to be yeah. much the, um, more vigilant. And, what do you, and then the, the romances. Well, the, bit, the biggest problem with the 94 one, yeah. in terms of having different actresses so playing It's mid-year, by the way, Tom, the 1994 one, so you start from the beginning yeah. of the book and then... It follows the plot of the book almost, yeah. almost the letter. Yeah. Um, on one hand, seeing that transition of, of Amy growing up by having two different actresses, is interesting, and it's the only film that, that does that. Mm. Um, but then it does give you this really, for me, quite uncomfortable scene when you've got a very, very young-looking Kirsten Dunst oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. cuddled up to Christian Bale, oh, and so they look creepy. like there's ten years yeah. between them. There was a creep factor. Yeah. yeah, and they're talking about how I'll kiss you before you die, and, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you do this time jump, and all that's different with Christian Bale is he's got a moustache now, <laughs> <laughs> but, but Amy is like four foot taller, fully like adult woman now. So she's actually older than him. Kristen Bale is twenty in the movie. Samantha Mattis is twenty-four. Okay. So Interesting. He does not look twenty. No, he doesn't. Yes, whereas he's timeless. Though, he's like a bit of a vampire. Uh, yes, he opens <laughs> it, like, like you just can't tell. Yeah. What age? He had like really good, like quite shit facial hair. Like yeah. it was quite wispy, and mm-hmm. maybe he looked like a young man who was putting on this pretense of being older, which I, I thought worked for the character. But, yeah. So, so do you think that the pushing the sauciness or the sexiness of it? Mm. Was particular to that time period where we didn't think that people were going to accept seeing virginal girls. Right. Or I just think that, like, in the 90s, I mean, I was four when this film <laughs> came out, so I don't know. Yeah. But I think, like, people probably weren't going to go and see a film about four, like, you know, if you didn't get hits. You know, like, yeah. It was weirdly, it was like, it was the most like rom com y. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And that feels... There was a lot of making out, and I just don't believe oh, they yeah. got away with it. No, that no, I, I agree they wouldn't have got away with it, but I think. That was how they were selling the romance in, like, yeah. in the 90s. I feel like those scenes were so they could cut them into the trailer and be like, look at all the like, relationships yeah. that are happening. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it was that weird thing of like, 
Joe was doing the most kissing yeah. in the night. Yeah, in the and she was a professor. They were like a couple within a couple of days, and he would like come and watch her write and like kiss her shoulder and stuff. And in yeah. the book, it's very much a but like, like a, a sort of separate. But like, I believe I believe them falling in love and getting together more than I did with the they 1990 gave it more time to breathe. in the new one. Yeah. yeah. So it's Gabriel Byrne, Byrne, Byrne yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's 44 in yeah. 1994, and then Winona Ryder is 23. But that yeah. feels true to yeah. what they should be. Yeah. It is kind of shockingly, like, I don't know. I don't think it's a criticism, but the new professor is far too sexy. Yeah. 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 No, he too was... attractive a man yes. to and, be and a professor. Yeah. And young. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> 36. Well, the actor. Yeah. No. Yes, I looked it up. Yeah, but he has that eternal. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't look as old as Gabriel Burnham. Oh, yeah. like so. Um. No. The yeah, Gabriel Burnham was the oldest one to play. So we had a Hungarian, Italian. Gabriel Burnham is. Where is, is he German? No. Oh, right. Are you doing this age ranking? I want you to do it for every film we watch. I know. Oh, yeah, I agree. And then Louis Carell is French. I'm, I'm sure that that again was a very decisive choice to make mm. in this era. Yeah. Yes. You do not want to partner oh, of Irish. 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 Yeah. older but he didn't yeah. look like in the book Joe's worried about being an old maid at 25 yeah, and she's right. like but the professor's 40 yeah. and like he's well, not look 40 they say um, oh, almost 40 or coming on mm. 40 they say but she's 25 that's, that's quite a big mm. age gap I think of that period there were more older men marrying younger women yeah they all die in childbirth than well exactly so. 25 is an old maid <laughs> but, but if, if they were to portray that now that yeah. would hijack every interview yeah. Greta Gerwig or yeah. any of the actresses mm. so that well, probably made it a little bit closer and more yes Unbelievable. I mean, I the 1994 film was extremely successful, and I I thought I loved the death scene of Beth. I thought was more poignant for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely like cried when I first saw it. That scene. But they didn't even go to the beach. No. That's my favorite bit <laughs> when they go to the beach. <laughs> um, but like, there's so much that's cut because there's so much that you don't want to watch or read. Really, mm-hmm. <laughs> so much child rearing. <laughs> I could have yeah. actually, in all of the adaptations, I could have done with a little bit more Meg. Yeah. There's no, like, other than her buying the expensive dress, you don't yeah. really see her thinking, oh, you know, all I do is look after these children. Yeah. I don't spend any time with my husband. He's going off to this other house now because he doesn't want to be around me. Like, and then she talks to her mum about it. And I think that's quite an important conversation, yeah. even now, but they didn't, no, none of the films chose to have it at all. Oh, so also to point out that the 1994 one is directed by Gillian Armstrong and screenplay by Robin Swickard. Um, so. A woman, the first woman-led mm-hmm. adaptation, whereas all the other ones were by men. Which, you know, you definitely... I think with Susan Sarandon's character, because all those speeches, most mm-hmm. of them were written for the film, and I think that was, for me, she was the best mother of all the adaptations. I did really like Laura Dunn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Susan... Yeah, was maybe incredible. She was a little yeah. more, like, firm, I think. I think perhaps that's the way it's written for her character to shine, though. Yeah. Not necessarily a mm. slight against Laura Dunn. The way it's, she interpreted what she was given. It's, that a, makes sense. it's a very difficult character to get yeah. right because in the book she said you discuss someone cannot possibly be that saintly mm, yeah, no. yeah. all the time. You wanted like slap them, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very it's very difficult. But I thought Laura Dern did mm. a very very nice job of that, and and I I did think that Greta Gerwig's screenplay was a really really good crystallization of the most so essential yeah. parts of the book. Well, are you? I don't want to speak for you. Yeah, but you had an opinion on this. What? I hate the fact that she broke up the narrative. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I thought, hate it at all. You don't yeah, think it enhanced anything? No, because it just, about 15 minutes in, you see how pretty much all of their lives end. up. End. Yeah. But it's not about 
I mean, get into the end. I think the point we we all know. Yeah, well, that's what you knew because you'd watched an episode of Friends. And you knew you've never watched anything. But all I knew for the book was that Beth died. I know. I didn't know anything else. But like, but you don't know how they got there, and that's the more important thing. It's not necessarily what happens at the end. It's how it all happens. Yeah, but it just didn't work for me. Okay. Like, like, start, starting with Joe in, in New York showing that Meg's married with two kids yeah. like 10 minutes into the movie yeah like I didn't understand what, what, what why that choice was made because the, the book is very much about the playing out of where their lives will lead who they'll end up with them saying oh no I don't want to get married but then they get meet this new character and it's this constant back and forth but will they won't they hmm. and but, it gets rid of that but then yeah, the book is very much Go on. Yeah. I was a detriment of that non-linearity for me is that it blunts. Not until I read the book did I really understand what that connection was like between Joe and Laurie. I didn't get it yeah. in the film. No. So unfortunately, the scene that should have been one of the most powerful when he asks, asks when he finally gets around to asking her if she will marry him and she uh, refuses, <clears throat> it didn't have a real power for me because mm. I didn't know enough about them. Them. Yeah. As kids and. Yeah. It, that's one thing actually that the 1933 version did get us those, those first encounters that they had that the were chemistry in the really knockabout and, 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 and sword fighting and the sword fighting and you get, so it's like okay I get a sense of yeah. what their connection was like yeah. but I unfortunately that was one of the weakest parts of this of this new film is that I just didn't get I, I wanted, that sense I wanted both of Joe's relationships to have more room oh, yeah, to she, I didn't understand yeah. her relationship with the professor in the film there's no build up yeah yeah. You introduced him at the very beginning, yeah. and I think that dulls it because then you kind of forget about him until the very end. And you're like, yeah. oh, you where is get, this guy? Yeah, he's waiting for the story. I, I just couldn't understand why she'd fallen up with him. Yeah. He, he told her she's on fire. She saw him at the opera. Looking yeah. than Timothy Chalamet. I don't think we have to guess why she fell in love with him. Have you seen the man? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the man. But, like, but that undermines her character. If you're saying the only reason you can think of this show fallen up with him is because he's attractive, that undermines the rest of her character in the whole movie. No, I don't really believe that, but I do, I, I don't think, I think it was a more interesting way to do it. I do think having read the book probably informed my opinion of that because I knew, I, there were no spoilers for me because yeah. I knew the whole story mm. anyway, so it didn't matter how she did it. And I think we've literally sat here and talked about three other adaptations, so if she'd done a carbon copy of the same linear story, that's quite boring. I think it's really... Yeah, but God, like, don't make a choice just because you don't want to be the same. No, I'm not saying she did. I'm sure there is... I, mean, oh, I haven't done enough research now. I'm sure there's a proper reason. But actually, for me, it worked just because it was different. Yeah. Like... So, to introduce... <laughs> to introduce the, the... Who's playing the roles in this film. So, you have Cersei Ronan playing Joe, who's, you know, meant to be the centerpiece, but kind of shifts in this film, I think, a little bit. Emma Watson playing Meg. Weakest link, certainly. Interesting um, <laughs> Varying accents. She keeps going for these American roles. It's like you want the money. Yes, that's you can't do an American accent. It's awful. Florence Pugh, yes, uh, definitely steals the show. Amazing as Amy, and then Eliza Scanlon as Beth, who I quite like. Um, From Home and Away. Home and Away. Oh, and then Fighting with My Family. That's Florence Pugh. Oh, that's Florence Pugh. Because we watched that over Christmas, didn't we? I was like, I know this girl. She was in Sharp Objects. Is she? Yeah, Eliza Scanlon. Uh, Laura Dern as the mother, Timothy Chalamet as Laurie, uh, who's 24. Looks like he's 12. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a baby. Yeah. Um, Tracy Letts plays the publisher guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't Bob Odenkirk is the dad with like one line. Soul, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, that's yeah. really me. Can we actually say someone who isn't given any credit, but thought was spectacular, the film was Chris Cooper? As, as Laurie's uh, grandfather. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, he did an amazing he job. He's the best so Jake Lawrence. Yeah. 
good so, in that so, film. And that moment when they're outside oh. of the fence and he can't go inside after Beth yeah. died. Every, that was, that was, every that was, scene he's in when he was listening on the stairs. Oh, oh, you could see the tears. The way he was afraid was beautiful. I think he was the one who made me cry Well, we were saying this because as we were watching it, we were like, the most emotional bit isn't the most obvious. You know, it's not necessarily when Beth dies because you know that's coming. You know it's going to be sad. It's all the other bits that catch you by surprise and you're like, oh my God, that is actually really moving. So yes, you have him, you have Louis Garrel who's playing Professor Bear, still with his German name, but he's French. <laughs> and then you have Meryl Streep playing uh, Aunt March. She was good, I thought. Yes. Meryl's always good, isn't she? A bit of a scene stealer, certainly. But it's a thing that she chose, Greta Gerwig chose, and I think this is in keeping with a more uh, feminist attitude mm, yeah. about the films, that I was very surprised in the book when I read that Aunt um, March. March was actually married yeah. at one time, and obviously her husband has passed away. Mm-hmm. And here she just says, "I don't yeah. need to be married because I'm rich." Yeah. I actually didn't. I must have missed that detail in the book because yeah. I didn't realize that. Well, they talked about really, really, that. That was really strange. Yeah, to yeah. Wow. So, so that's actually a choice yeah. that Greta Gerwig yeah. made to. Because I thought I felt of all the adaptations, hers actually was a lot closer than most of them. Whereas I think dialogue-wise, definitely, mm-hmm. but a lot of the lines were taken pretty much. I thought the ending the was much closer to the book. I, it's interesting because watching the 1933 one, they definitely do their own thing with how it ends, and then all the subsequent films are based off the film really more than the book, mm. I feel like. But she, I think, goes more to the source material as well as to Alcott's. Mm. In terms like, of the ending, yeah. I, I couldn't disagree more. Well, you, you, you don't <laughs> think it's closer to the original? The two versions I've seen, yeah. both, the, both of them end far too quickly with the Professor turning up. Oh, yes, of like, course. I mean, doing like half an hour. She's like, they're marrying him. Like, the fact that in the book he's there for like weeks and he builds yeah. a relationship yes, with yeah. her family and like the father likes and yeah. the mother likes and the sisters like and they all kind of can see why. They have like, a party together. They get to know each other at the dinner party in the, the film. That's, well, I mean, that's all I need. Yeah. One dinner party. I mean, at the time, that is all you need. Yeah. Mm. To, like, you don't have time to waste. They have died by 40. Come on. Got to pop the children out. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, I, I, I know that the ending is probably a choice made as we hear in, yeah. in, in the film, the first thing that he says to her, either your heroine has to get married or die. Uh, yeah. Yes. So which one will it be? So I'm thinking that Louise May Elcott, I don't know if she's making oh. a statement about that. Oh, that was I have true, to by end, the way. I have to end a novel on a happy... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So everyone, she creates this sort of Eden at yeah. the end, and even more so in the film where she opens up that... The school. You know, yeah. The school, and you see all of them, all the family involved in all yeah. this business. I still, it, it really sticks, sticks with me that I... I do not believe, outside of just the way narratives have to be, that there is no lingering feeling of resentment oh. or anger between her and Lori. After, it just doesn't feel right to me that they are able to exist in each other's company and not have there be any spike, spike to it. But they were so young, like yeah. And they like, like they could grow up out of that, and it's not like. So, but then, would he have to marry one of her sisters? Because well, yeah, they just wanted to be part family. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Seems not very well and thought out. And I thought out. this film, the new film, did the best in building the fact that uh, Amy actually had a crush on him. Yes. Yeah. None of the other films actually developed that interest. Yeah. Even when she first meets, isn't she like, "Hi, I'm Amy. Yeah. Nice yeah. to meet you." She tries to make that cast. But yeah, yeah. But to remind him. Why that. I think I'm okay with it is that there's a whole section of the book which they kind of do in the film where the mother talks about like anger and sort of you know, and with the situation with her younger sister when she falls in the ice and burns her manuscript and how you know sometimes 
you know, in the long run, biting her tongue and just kind of going on with it. For her, anyway. You, you don't know about Laurie, but you know, I, he's I, kind of a cat. I will say, I will say, not until I saw the or I saw the scene in the film where she actually yeah. does take that very, very aggressive and very yes. angry decision to, to burn mm -hmm. her sisters. It was yes. so visceral. I didn't even in the book. Oh, it, yeah. it was softened somehow to me, but mm -hmm. I really needed to see it visualized, yeah, and I needed her, to yeah. see an actress who could give me a sense of how the anger. Yeah. Maybe Catherine Hepburn does amazing. She was. Yeah, just. Like, I mean, that really. I, mean, I, you know, I startled maybe yeah. because I. I'm, I used to writing myself, but I can't imagine somebody doing this to me. I would never forgive them. Yeah. Never forgive them. You know, That's that, where the real thing is, with Emily. It's not Laurie. Yeah, it's, you burned my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Even the father written on the yeah. phone, and she still burned it. Yeah. The other thing that, that I didn't get from the film, and I don't know if it's because I just wasn't listening at one stage, but I, until I read the book, I didn't understand what that mailbox was all about. Well, yeah, the box. secret. Yeah, that yeah. That's where they all exchanged these yeah. things. I don't know if it was mentioned in the film, but when she's going out to this... Random mailbox in the middle the of the forest. I just kept thinking, how did this come into it? Film, don't they? I don't know. It's not in any of the. Was it yeah, because he gives them all keys to the box yeah, right. at the, the Pickwick Society. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when he first joins, he's like, "Here's a key. Let's all." Yeah, they do the mailbox. It's in the book. It's in the book. It's, but see, it's in the book a lot. She doesn't leave a note at the end in the book, though, for him. No, no, no they added that. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's, in, it's in the book. They do a lot of stuff in the book. I was kind of annoyed they added that in the book. In the film, that they had her leave a note saying, "Okay, I'll marry you." You know, it's better to be. I thought that was a cop out. Like, you didn't really need that. Like, I know you didn't mind it, but the fact that she wrote that note and left it, and then ripped it up, undermined them doing the joke at the end about, "Oh, you're gonna have to make, you're gonna have to marry Frederick for this book to sell." Because yeah. you can't do a thing where you have Joe want to marry Laurie, maybe. I think yeah. she was just lonely, though. I think that's what you're meant to see is like, because when I can't remember which film it is now, when <laughs> yeah, she's like, like, I'm, I'm so little women now. The point is yeah. she's lonely enough that she wants to marry Laurie and, and see. She's not marrying anyone, I think. Yeah, yeah. But then you, so can't, then you can't make a joke about her having to marry Frederick for a happy ending. Yeah. Like, you you've already done the fact that she might marry Laurie. Yeah. Like, but she's not marrying him because someone has told her level. she has to. She's marrying him because she feels alone. Mm -hmm. She's not marrying because our March has been like, you need to get wet. No, they make the joke. They literally make the joke that she's marrying Frederick for a happy ending. Yeah. So they've done like a yeah. sad like, yeah. I'm gonna marry him because I'm lonely yeah. ending. They rip, literally rip that up in the movie <laughs> and then do a gank ending yeah, essentially. I know you do. Yeah, <laughs> but for me those things are like diametrically yes, opposed yeah. and don't work in the same movie, especially like ten minutes apart from each other. Yes. <laughs> I think it shows you the limited choice for women of the time. Like, you have to marry either way. Mm. Well, this is the whole conversation with Anne March, though, about like what your choices are. Mm. But also, I was going to say that Louisa May Alcott actually originally wrote it that she would never get married, because she never got mm. married. Um, but mm. her publisher made her, in real life, add that ending. Yeah. Mm. And I think... So is that why that it doesn't feel very... Yes, I think it was very much like a F you to the fans. It. Like, she very notoriously hated her fans. So I think the ending was very much like, I really don't care. I'm adding this ending, but I'm not going to make you like it. It's interesting that then Greta Gerwig chooses an actor who actually still is quite attractive yeah. for her yeah. to wind up with him to give her a happy ending. Yeah. She's not winding up with a Older sort of middle-aged, yeah. uh, rumpled man. Yeah. Someone who obviously is still very, very much yeah. in his prime. I mean, it's not an insult to him, is it, to say you're too attractive. Yeah. <laughs> but you are too attractive. <laughs> That's not her ending, though. Yeah. Uh, Greg Irwin's ending is oh, Joe becomes a writer Greg and gets a published book. Yeah. That's her. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. runs to yeah. school. Yeah, because the scene that actually, for me, near the conclusion of, the, of this yeah. the recent film is not any of that other business. It's her standing. It's a very. Uh, it's, I love it because it looks very sacred the way mm. she shoots it. 
with her staring at the printing press. Yes. I love that. As watching her book. it being bound. Yeah, and watching yeah. it be bound and, and created. Yeah. I mean, that to me was, I mean, the film for me could have ended at that stage because yeah. that's obviously where you've been on this journey with Joe is yeah. to get to the stage where she is in control yeah. of her material. Yeah. And it, it, it's really shot like a, with a sort of a degree of religion for me as she watches mm. that process. I love how meta that gets at the end. I guess that place. was very smartly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it bookends it. The, yeah. the first shot is the gold leaf being brushed and yeah. then it cuts yeah. to her yeah. in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, it's that last scene of them all at the party, which is in the book as well, which I kind of, in my mind, that's actually the book, not real life. That ending of them. Okay, yeah. Whereas the real life ending is her at the printing press. I mean, it's interesting because she contrasts that shot at the end with the first, one of the first shots of the film where she's very uncertainly standing in front of the door about to open it up to yeah. talk to the publisher. And at the end, she's in complete command in in somewhat of the same uh, yeah. image, but, but you know she's in control of it at that at that stage. Even when she like when she first goes in, he says, "Oh, we pay twenty five to thirty, but I'll give you twenty for this." And then then she's negotiating her commission. Yeah, and she's like, "No, actually, I'll keep the copyright." Yeah. <laughs> you see full circle, yeah. like, yes. but she's come around. Yeah, yeah. And she actually develops as a character where not all the adaptations like really mature the character as mm. much as yeah. yeah. She did. I mean, I think that's what Greta Gerwig did really, really well. Is yeah. that it's the first time that all four characters seem to have yeah. actual lives yeah. on screen, yeah. not just uh, orbiting around Joe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And she does. I mean, she doesn't. She does it very cleanly because she doesn't have to overemphasize anything. She just does what's in the book, but it's not all Joe-centric. Like, yeah. it's everyone's experience. And the scenes that she does choose to give to the other Actually, sisters are yeah. all the most essential types yeah. of scenes yeah. for them. So by the end of this film, it's like, I know all of, I know all yeah. of these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not just a characteristic. Right. Yeah. Because, because it's very difficult because if you wanted to break them down, they are all types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so very, yeah, it's very one difficult. One is a housewife, one is a gold digger, one is... Like a saint, and then one is a wild child. The other thing in the film that really, that I didn't get as much in the book is when she's finally sitting down with her mother and Laura Dern says to her, I am not this person you think I am. I have really bad thoughts. Which is a great scene in the book as well. I thought that was... But what's what's very interesting, again, and it's a very contemporary choice, to secularize it, you do not talk about religion. Mm -hmm. In the book, suddenly, the the Christianity takes over in that... That scene yeah, after it's very much that period, so you kind of have to... Yeah. So, but I, but yeah. I thought that was really interesting, because again, if you introduce that, you're going to lose a lot of audience mm-hmm. yeah. today. But she didn't... I don't think... I don't feel the absence of it. No, I don't know. That like she left it open to your interpretation, so if you felt that God was what she was advising, then that's your yeah. read of it. But yeah. She left it very neutral, I thought. But what, what she did do well, which is also very much mm-hmm. in the book, is it, I mean, it is really an instructional, this book about what is character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, what is deportment? What, what is the most essential, important in in your daily life? And it's reaching out to people. It's caring. And I think yeah. that is even more important than uh, a religious message. Because yeah, you yeah, could, again, yeah, yeah. as you said, Ellie, you could read into that religion if you want or spirituality. And even when or... when they take the breakfast to the Hummels, mm-hmm. and in the '94 one, aren't they like God would want us to do? Or so? they, I'm yeah. sure there's some some religious they... connotation about. No, you should, but that, that father. says father. Oh, father. Father would want us to do. Maybe I'm thinking yeah. father. Yeah, yeah. father. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a lot of little women going on, but yeah. then in this one, they're just like, let's just do it because it's the right thing to do. It's mm. not. Yeah. Because we're Christians, or because it's a good. Well, Christian what thing was to interesting do. was uh, Laura Dern asked them if she'd give them. Their she breakfast. says that in the book, doesn't she? Yeah, 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 but in the 94 version, I don't know about the other two, mm. the Vegas idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's the girls' choices. And I liked their reluctance. I liked her, like, holding... When she holding orange yeah. or something, she's like, mm. In the 33 version. Yeah. It's, again, a very, very quick I think scene. It's, I think it's the same again. thing where it's, like, Beth, who is the one who, like, mm. wants them to donate, and everyone's sort of like, uh, mm. and then they get guilted into doing it. 
But I yeah. like that because I don't yeah. think a group of children would have to do it. Yeah, sure. Of course, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's just hide this bit. Um, yeah, I think that's more authentic. Yeah. yeah. You know, all the way through the book, they struggle with their vanity and yeah, their, yeah. Uh, their self selfishness and, and self-regard. Not, you know, and I think I do love the book in the sense that there's not a lot of modern works which really dig deep into sort of our flaws mm. and how to better ourselves. Mm. And because there is like a religious connotation to that, but there shouldn't be, you know, we should all be conscious yep. of, I do think of that. The flaws that they seize upon are very different to the flaws that we would now interpret as, yes. you know, even using a certain word or, yeah. you know, don't Christopher shake hands with someone <laughs> or, yeah, like, there's just so many things now that you wouldn't even notice if someone But did. just, you know, with Joe dealing with her temper and then mm. um, with Amy and her vanity and then Meg as well with her, you know, when the whole scene, which they play out in the film, which is not in any of the other films about the silk that mm-hmm. she buys. Is it in the 94? I don't think that no, happens. I don't think it is. Because you don't see her marriage afterwards. Yeah. You just see a good birth, don't you? Yeah. So I think. Ta-da! Yeah, twins. You know, her wanting this. Sort of job, no. One piece, boy, go. Once you're married, you don't marry anymore. I think was really well done. That she she picked those she picked those adult moments of them having to still still deal with those issues and mm-hmm. how you deal with them as not little women anymore big women. <laughs> well, I, I did very much appreciate in this this annotation. The reason, most reason was that really nice scene between uh, Emma Watson and her husband when, yeah. when she's when they're yeah. they're having a very very real and authentic conversation. Mm-hmm. There are two people obviously love each other, and you know they will sometimes say awful things. Yeah. To each other, and it's just again, it's the it's the bleak lighting in that yeah. scene. It's you know, everything looks just a bit. Mm. When she she's poor. talking to him in the bedroom, and she's saying, "Oh, I wish I wasn't poor," mm. and then he's like, "Yeah, you know, kind of head down, like I'm sorry, I can't." This is, I think, like the which is Greg Owen's version, like gives which every two character words the at book. least at least one, one or two moments to yeah. really shine. Like, but the moment in the doorway, their own. like yeah, yeah. they're not with the sisters, yeah. they're right. outside yeah. of that environment, right. and like they, 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 they summarise that character in in these moments. You can see who they are and mm-hmm. and, yeah. and what they're about. But within that doorway, it's like I can't afford it, and like I'm sorry that you've had to miss out on so much. And then she feels awful because she yeah. said it. Yeah, yeah. And it was so well done, again, in a in very brief. Yeah. yeah. You know, the uh, book is like 20 pages. That when, takes like 60 seconds. I know so much about them that we don't, I don't think they actually had any dialogue in that, but when Beth is dying yeah. and her husband's waiting downstairs, when yeah. she and mm. Joe are in the bedroom and she yeah. goes out to him. Oh, yeah. And he says, I'll take care of the kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. one for each other. It. It's it, very. Very little needs to be actually verbalized yeah. for us to understand what the relationship it's, is. It's very modern, yeah. Like him, him saying, I will take care of the kids. Like, yeah. But at the time, men were not like, I will take care of the kids. Yeah. Like, I'll get a nanny. Well, then the book yeah. does yeah. do that, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, disciplining them and being there for them. But I feel them. like that would have been a contemporary attitude at the time. Yeah. I don't think that was the sound of thing no. for Dad to actually take care of the children. I mean, there's a, in the book, which, a, which wasn't, there was there was no time for the sequence in any of the films, I think, but when he, he's bringing his mate home yeah. for yeah. dinner yeah. unexpectedly, and she's she's in the midst of that crisis with the jelly, the, the, jam, the jam. preserves. Yeah. And how that plays out is, is really startlingly contemporary yeah. to me. It, even is, a, when she it wrote is kind it. of an amazing book. It's so long. But it is, there are <laughs> I did not realize how long it was. I was like, yeah, no, 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 let's do that. Um, I downloaded this book. Four days ago. It is easy reading. No, but it's not. slow. Like yes. it's, it takes time to build. But those, there are scenes that feel so contemporary and thinking like in the 
you know, 19th century to be talking about sharing the workload and the home that the, you know, having the husband doing the parenting, as well as the wives being able to bring an income in was, would be right. very, just right. not, yeah, not the norm. I mean, the idea that he was understanding of what her position mm-hmm. was at that time, yeah. and she as well as of his, yeah. was really extraordinary to me, and they had a dialogue about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, very just open conversation. It was not non-gender specific as yeah. you would think that those conversations would play. And it's like these are just two people who are listening to each other okay. and who love each other and are trying to do the best by each other. It was, it was really hmm, extraordinary. But I think, again, in the abbreviated way we saw their relationship just in two or three scenes, I mean, I just, yeah. Like, I know. Yeah, his character in all that. the other films was so obnoxious. <laughs> In the 1994 version, he was awful. I didn't understand. Oh, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, that's not great. I feel like I just couldn't get on board with him as yeah, yeah. her husband. There's, there's loads of tiny moments in the Greg Irving's version. Where the first time he meets He's quite cute as well. Meg, yeah. they're all talking, he's like, we've got a nice garden. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like funny moments. Endearingly awkward. Yeah. Whereas I think in the others, he's just a bit swarmy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really... No, I thought she did the best job. It's interesting. I definitely like in my mind of picking and choosing which version of the character I, I like. Okay, that. give us your ranking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, of the sisters, I think I like Janet Leigh the best in the 1949 mm-hmm. for Meg. Joe, mm, I really like Catherine Hepburn. I thought she was really fun in it. It's between her and Cersei Ronan. Um, Beth, I thought Claire. Uh, no, Eliza Scanlon, I'll give it to. And then Amy, definitely Florence Pugh. 100%. But I'm with, with Kirsten Dunst as her younger version. <laughs> <laughs> young Kirsten Dunst, I thought, was a really good young Amy. Yeah, yeah, she needs to do it as well, like, really, to actually age her. Um, yes. Because yeah. she does, she's that age. Oh, I, I, in the book, Amy's 12, Beth is 13, Joe's 15, Meg is 16. And Laura's the same age as my, well. My problem with, 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 my other problem with them is aging her up in the 94 version is... The only other change you have is Christian Bale growing a mustache. <laughs> All of the other sisters look exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, Where's the Irishman aging technology? We needed that for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no one ages. <laughs> Their hairstyle changes. Their hairstyle changes, yeah, yeah. Um, but we look, because we looked up how old the current, the most recent actresses are, because yeah. Emma Watson's 30. 29. Oh, 29. She's our age. Yeah. yeah. Born in Cersei Ryan's 25. Right? Eliza Scanlon's 20. Florence Pugh's 23. Oh, uh, controversial. Which is interesting. I think Eliza Scanlon and her look similar. I used to think yeah. Florence Pugh's got such a baby face. Yeah, like she brown. looks like she yeah. could be a teenager because she's so like round. And For cute. some reason, though, I always think Beth is the youngest. I don't know if that's just because of because her, she's so innocent and yeah. the character type that she is, and the fact that she always. I thought Amy really came out a winner in this film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so like we were saying, like the. This is the most balanced one. This feels the least like it's Joe's story, yeah. even though it, it kind of it still yeah. is, and like she bookends it, and she's mm-hmm. the kind of through line. Yeah. It feels the most like we actually see a full narrative oh, for good. all the characters, not just the sisters. It yeah. feels like James Lawrence, Laurie, like yeah. John Brooks. Everyone has like a this is where they started, this is what they wanted, but this is where they ended up, and how we've got there. Yeah. It really works. Yeah. She was the only Amy I rooted for. Even though she's a bitch, yeah. even though she still does all the same stuff. You know, she still burns manuscripts, she still has a straw. Yeah. But I, like, I just wanted her to come out on top still. Whereas in the others, I was like, it's because, Amy. It's because her, her Europe scenes are much better. Yeah, no. yeah. Like, the yeah, way yeah. she interacts with Laurie, like, you can you can literally see how she's changed like yeah. in her character. And not in like a disjoint way. You can be like, I can understand how these things have developed yeah. her to become even this woman. Even just her, like, her posture and the way she held herself. Yeah. You could tell yeah. That's what she's I mean. been she learning all this before. She's two foot taller <laughs> because she was in Europe. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we're ruling this now because they're standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get the sense that she learned something yeah. while yeah. abroad. Because she has that thing with talking glory, she's talking about how she's not a genius when it comes to art anymore, so she's going to develop all her other skills. And like, you can see that, like... Not just that. Yeah, I like that phrase. The way she carries herself is just so different. Um, It is very disappointing, like, in the book, and... Well, not with Joe's character, but how they give up on her career, on 80's career as a painter. Whereas, in real life, if you look up, uh, Louise Alcott's sister, who Amy is based off of, becomes a very famous painter and is in like Paris salons and very successful. Um, they reference it in the end of the book. She is one of the first teachers in that creates kindergarten, and that's Bear Garden is what that's okay. based off of. Yeah, I didn't know that. So she was a teacher, and then she became a painter, and then she gets married at the age of 38 to a 22-year-old and dies in childbirth. Mm. But then Louisa May Alcott raises her daughter. But she doesn't get married it's, until she's, you know, almost oh. 40, which is kind of to a younger man. Yeah. Which is more interesting. You would love that character. Too much for the time, I think. I but know. you've already got Joe. Yeah. Like, you can't just have them all being yeah. rebels and... You know, I mean, until, until I read the book, I didn't quite understand that the father was a chaplain in the war. He wasn't an actual soldier. Yeah, she... Because he... I think they probably mention it. Like, you know, the, kind of the beginning pages when you're still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to. Yes. But that, yeah, that surprised me when I read it in the book. Going, okay, well, well, I don't remember the There was, like, a thing in the fact film. that he couldn't really be a soldier. Like, he couldn't... Cause I think he was too old or something like mm. that. They were talking about who, how he couldn't just be a soldier. So that's why he decided to do a chaplain instead, I guess. A mm. man doesn't really have any... <laughs> a story he did it in the film because he marries Meg. Yeah. As in two. Oh, yeah. That's when he realized what he's... But because she had a quite a fraught relationship with her her father, yeah, oh, Louisa May Alcott herself. Mm-hmm. He was he was a I think he was he a good-hearted man, yes. but he wasn't a he, very he was sort of an extremist successful yeah. man. And I was really surprised when it said that because of her her father and his connections that throughout her childhood oh, he was Thoreau, a transcendentalist. Emerson, Thoreau, yeah. Emerson, all these, these mm-hmm. incredible people were actually in their home. Yeah. and they were having conversations with them. I was, and that's what influenced her. I think they were very like. They, they grew up in a household that was very supportive of them in careers. And I think only once they married like a local guy, um, which is what Meg's character is based off of. Um, and for most of the time, she was sporting. Yeah, she supported the family, the family from her books. Writing. And that's, it also talks about, she in interviews talks about she wrote Little Women as a mainstream novel to make money, not because she likes writing this. Yeah, yeah she was her publisher, and her father yeah. said, write this book. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone, whereas she actually, which is really annoying and sad, and which is why I hate uh, Gabriel Byrne's character in the 1994, is that she loved writing the fantasy and the like weird stuff, and she wrote that under a pseudonym because it didn't really yeah. make her money, yeah. whereas Little Women, which just bored her to death. I thought Gabriel Byrne's character handled it much better than the, the new Frederick had <laughs> yeah. but he, his like, main scene with Joe and Louie like, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> she said to be honest. Yeah. yeah. What did she do? What I didn't, what I didn't get is that like, he wasn't saying that you are shit. Yeah. I wish that he, had, yeah. wish that he had, had in that scene said no, no, no. What I really mean is you're better than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't, and so but she said, stormed didn't off. He say that you're ta- like you're talented. This just isn't good. Like or something. Yeah. Like, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but imagine if that was his actual dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> you're talented. 
this But obviously you've given I'm pretty sure that is what it's very similar. But that's what Gabriel's describing German. And that is what Gabriel Burns is to her. Yeah. But like he keeps a little more Yeah, it's more to it, like he builds up to it. Yeah, yeah. You can you can see that he doesn't want to upset her. Whereas sexy Frederick from twenty nineteen is like, you love me anyway. Well, I feel like it's also her taking the piss of the publishers by being like, oh, you only want me to write like women fiction, and that's what's acceptable. So mm-hmm. she's kind of t- talking about that a little bit. Whereas, and, but also in the book to note, she doesn't really get the publishing career that the films make her out to have. Whereas the ending of the book, the last thing she publishes, she's like with her family after Beth's died, and she's writing them short stories, and her dad makes her submit them to magazines. And so it's like this little serialized series she's doing on the side. But then the ending of the book is all about the school and she's not really writing anymore. Mm. It doesn't mention, like, little women. There's two sequels, aren't there? What's the... Little Men and Joe's Joe's Boys. Boys, I haven't actually read it. Presumably it's about the school that she runs. So it was really interesting in the new film that it's a school for boys and girls. Yeah. Whereas in the book it's only for boys. For boys. Way more boys. Mm. And I wonder (laughs) if maybe there wasn't the concept of having mixed gender schools probably yet. I'm not sure Mm. how aggressive they could be. I actually do wish that she had... I know she wanted to grant her a traditional happy ending. Mm. I do wish that Greta Gerwig said it's possible to not marry conventionally, but still have the idea that there is love in your life. Yeah, you can have a companion and Did she marry Frederick? They didn't. We didn't see a wedding scene. I don't think she does actually. There, I, well, I think they leave it up to you. Which yeah. ending do you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't see her with a child at the end, which, which it does very clearly. It looks yes. like she has two boys. Two boys. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Gregor was just trying to give mm-hmm. give your as you said yeah. your choice yeah. to understand what has happened from that. Well, the night before, but she doesn't have a wedding either. No, exactly. They, yeah. You don't really make out in the rain. Other yeah. than in the book, I presume you don't get. Joe's wedding, yeah. or Joe's children. Yeah. You just yeah. get the fact that she's with him now, and that's yeah. so. Maybe they don't get married. Maybe Apparently, it there's a wedding. sequel to the 1940s one though called Little Men. Yeah, that's, that's the book. Book. Okay. Yeah. yeah, which I have not watched. Probably. What's, what is Little Men about? Because Little Men actually could be the school, couldn't it? Or is it about? Yeah, it's about the school and the. Well, like, I assume Joe's boys was the school. Maybe there's two books about the school. I don't know. Or does it just follow her children as they grow up? Yeah, maybe it's about the young boys and her being a mother. But then she calls one Teddy as well. Oh yeah. What well, we have happen um, yeah. is never call your child Beth because it's going to get saved. Like, Jesus, like how? I, that's the one bit of the book where I was like, why does baby Beth have to be ill as well? Like, why? We already had one Beth die. Why? Because it's a girl called isn't Beth. Is there, there another like, Meg as well? Daisy is Meg. Meg. She's mm. Margaret. Stop baby. She, she but so in in this adaptation, mm. so in the book. Do, oh, in, bloody in yeah. the film, doesn't what? Beth just get sick once? In the book, she gets ill no, and then no, she no, recovers no, no. She and then she gets, she gets sick again. Yeah, yeah she does in the film. film. But it's because yeah, yeah. it goes back and forth or that you kind of lose the timeline a little bit. But it okay, doesn't so, so I was very confused. And I, I did think that was one of the biggest cheats in the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you get the scene where she comes down in the morning and Beth is fine sitting up with her mother, and then you realize mm-hmm. it was just a flashback. But was that because of that? You see, because in the film, for me, that was not clear. So there okay. actually was a moment yeah, she gets better. where she does get better. Yeah, like in the book, she gets sick twice. Yeah. Sick, yeah. Then See, but I'm thinking if that's that non-linear thing that yeah. really confused me. Because I just thought, well, that's a cheat. Did you see the film before you read the book? Yes. Yeah. Because I, so I wasn't getting yeah. the I wasn't getting the sense that that was a previous scene. Again, but I really liked that sequence up to the point where I thought she was just cheating. Yeah, yeah. Because. Like, 
the way she filmed it with Beth coming down the stairs, or Joe coming down the stairs, very tentatively, and I was incredibly focused on the way that she was moving her hand down the railing. Mm -hmm. She was very... Yeah, where she was, like, running, ripping... Yeah, because she she really wants... Does she want to see what she's going to see when she turns to the kitchen? Is Beth going to be there? Is Beth not going to be there? But, yeah, so, but that's... That's where the non-linearity started. I suppose. And What's the point you, of it? Of this? What? Why did she make this choice to fracture the time? Whereas, if you oh. ever watched the 1994, I think it works much better. The death scene. But they do it very similarly. Obviously, it's linear. Yeah, but they, I mean, do they repeat the sequence of her yeah. coming down the stairs in that time? Beth's not yes. there. Mum's just crying, and yeah. Yeah, like you know. Also, this is a really morbid question. Where does Beth go? What do you mean? Like, if she's Where's just died, it? why is the bed empty? Like, where do they take her? Like, yeah, I, I know it's, it's like a very poetic device, but I'm like, where is it? Josie's just woken up, yeah. so it can't have been long. Like, yeah. and it's getting in bed, process. and like puffed up pillows. I'm like, where's Beth? Yeah. It is because it's a U rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I just always wonder because it was that very like clean sheath bed's made. She's not there. Yeah. But surely them taking Beth out would wake Joe up. But that, but that's like, I mean, I'm undermining. That's like quite a trophy thing. It's, yeah, and it's like, quite like a tasteful, artistic way of doing it. I get it, but just on a practical level, I'm like, well, that's. I was trying to mention the the biggest thing you thought was lacking from the new version that the 94 version did much better? What? The cats. Oh my god, that's <laughs> really That would have made it such a big thing in the book. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like that the, was the, that was the healing medicine, having the kittens. Yeah. Yeah. It made everything better. When 94 did kittens very well. Yeah. There were tons of kittens. Um, a quick brief, uh, Little Men yeah. is um, actually about the school. Okay. Um, and, and sadly, bloody kills off John Brook. He's dead. And Little Men. Spoilers, he's done. Oh. Yep, yeah, uh, because her brother-in-law died in real life, oh, so yeah. she threw that in. Um, and then, did she kill off her husband? <laughs> I've had enough. Joe's Boys, which is the last book, yeah. is what essentially like uh, colleges. Okay. So it's about <laughs> it's about Saved by the Bell. Yeah, very, very much so. So it's, it's about like <laughs> some of the key characters from Little Men. Yeah. Like one of them goes off to like medical school, some okay. of them to Europe. It's about them as kind of yeah. so not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I guess that's, yeah. Oh, no, her, her children, uh, Joe's actual two children, mm-hmm. the boys they grown are, up, yeah. they're, they're they, two, Rob and Teddy, Joe's yeah. sons are in it. Rob as, and father, Teddy and Laurie. As with Demi, um, Meg, yeah. um, and then Demi. Tommy, Emil, oh, Nat and Dan. I think is a Tommy and Emil, the professor's oh, yes. boys. Yes, the professor's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, from... Fr- 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 the professor's boys, yeah. Which is only in the book and then it's not in the film. Yeah, he never has nephews. Which I kind of like because it explains why he's there mm-hmm. because his sister died and she, yeah. he came to America for the right. nephews. Yeah, which yeah. kind of add a little more depth to his character. Which yeah. I guess they didn't have time to do, but I liked that storyline in the book. Yeah, um, you get the thing of him being a professor, professor when he's in Germany, but then he comes here and he's like a lowly yeah. inverted commas teacher. Yeah, yeah. Because right at the end of the '94 movie, Daryl Burns says, "I oh, don't care about my accent." Yeah, yeah. Well, he says that yeah. in the new one. He does just say. Less about immigrants, which yeah. I thought was an interesting phrasing. I wonder if phrasing. Um, Freddie Gurry didn't really focus too much on the boarding house because it would have reminded us too much of Brooklyn. Sure she oh yeah. Really <laughs> yeah! I just kept thinking, we would suddenly think we're in this other, yeah, this other film. Well, she does keep casting the same people in her movies. <laughs> there are other actresses that her way. She is very good though, isn't she? Yeah. Like, I would cast her in. Yeah. So, I mean, she does Tom have Parson a presence. It's interesting because uh, for Joe. At some points, you think she's too self-possessed, as a, just as a, an actress mm, visually, yeah. and too composed that you wouldn't see her having those kinds of issues. And yet, yeah. but she's a good enough actress that you just get lost in her performance. I she was a good day. 
Yeah. Emma Watson was definitely the weakest of all of them. See, I, I quite like Emma Watson. I think she gets a really bad yeah from people. It's just the accent yeah. and the eyebrows. Yeah. She, she does all the acting in her eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> she does, honestly. Yeah. Watch her back in the time. Ellie's just bitter because she auditioned to be Hermione in the Harry Potter movies. No, so, I yeah. didn't even audition. I sent pictures of myself no, to Newsround when they were doing <laughs> yeah, like the BBC yeah, scout. Yeah, yeah. I did not hit back. <laughs> Finally, my mum's pointing around yeah. the camera, <laughs> posing. But yeah, but she does, she does for some reason, get, un- to me at least, unfairly attacked by the requests and by people. I don't understand yeah. what she's done. Like, she's done so anything. Much. I just I thought don't think she is. The best Meg of movies yeah. I saw. Yeah, she was the prettiest Meg. Oh, I thought the, the one from the last movie was very pretty. In the 1994. I think Beth has always like done well as sort of sweet but slightly dowdy-ish. Um, and then Amy is very like picturesque, angelic looking. Hmm. And terrible oh, nose that, on her nose! Terrible her nose is like perfect in every single film. I don't know what they're talking about. But it's not a Roman nose. She yeah. has a straight nose and she's yeah. got like but a she band nose. Yeah, little sled nose. <laughs> I've, oh, they're gone. Go off to you, Tom. <laughs> I was going to say, so what did you think of the two scenes that Greta Gerwig wrote independent of the novel when she gave a certain kind of agency to both Amy and Joe speaking about women being in a very particular... Well, so when just after uh, Joe has refused Maury mm-hmm. and she's yeah. with her mother up in her yes. garden yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I want to feel like I can love somebody but I can't, mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel like I love, is that going to make me a lonely most of my life? Which again, I mean, that's not something that I would normally think that's a girl's going to say in that. Well, Someone. Yes, Someone. I like the booked version of it better, I think, the conversation with the mother. And her mother explained to her, agreeing with her, why they aren't a good match. Right. With, I mean, yeah, that was yeah. actually a very good thing that her mother said. You yeah. both are fiery and yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. Not, you're going yeah. to ignite each other. Which um, is very like, to refuse a man of that stature in that right. period would mm-hmm. not be, you know, you wouldn't be allowed to do that necessarily. Yeah, but she's established her parents as those kind of people that yeah. are like, m- marry, marry for love oh. rather than... The fact that yeah. happy with Meg marrying Brooke yeah. tells you that they're okay with whatever, because yeah. yeah. like she's not married well. Yeah, yeah. but, they, but they, have like, they have like a, we'll come back to this actually. They, <laughs> they, there's a, the, they, essentially they're like... John Brooks can marry you. Yeah. If but he has to like establish himself, he needs to have a home. But Joe yeah, wants to marry. Like somewhere fun to live. Then Joe's like, oh, I'm a professor, and they're like, brilliant. Yeah, because the other one's already married, rich. Yeah. The youngest one's already married, right. so they're like, it's fine. Yeah. Someone yeah. save the family. It's yeah. okay. But like, sure and also, want... Joe's, in, Joe's inherited the house. Yeah. So they've got mm-hmm. a house. True. But the problem is, you have a house, but that doesn't mean you have the money. In the book, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, they can't. But that's why she has to open the school. Because yeah. In the book, she gets the house afterwards. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. In both adaptations, she gets the house before. I don't know why they did that. Well, I think it's because of that point I was made. Oh, well, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, okay, she needs someone to live. Yeah. yeah. And then what about Amy's awareness when she's in Paris talking to Laurie about... Oh, I thought that was a good what scene. Her, that was my th- what her play is as a oh, woman yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. I know that, that I'm never well going to... Yeah. That, I thought that was... Of the two, I like that one. That was a great scene. And that, that's the scene where I feel like... In the, in the, the new version, that's the scene where I think Laurie knows he's in love with Amy. Yes. Like hearing her talk like that and mm. seeing her, th- how much she's Cracked changed. Him. Yeah, um, I think that's the moment where he 
And he, he looks guilty, like he knows he's not in love with Joe in that way, and it is Amy. But I love the explanation in the book about how he feels fr- angry with himself about how he gets over Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really nicely done, and like talking about how it was this like childish love, and how it's how he still looks back at her in affection, but how quickly he was able to kind of move on. And yeah. Which is hard to do in a film, obviously, but... I and think it's, really it shows the growth of Laura as well when he, he so readily admits to Joe that, that she was so right and that he was, a, he was a fool for being so angry and, and pushing with her. And that, that really shows his development as well, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Christian Bale version does quite a good job of, of conveying I mean, that. I think all the guys are a bit duds in general. Like, they're not great guys. The 1994 one, they're all a little bit full of themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think in the 1994 one, which I actually would recommend watching, I think it's a worthy film anyway. Oh, it's, very ha- it, time now. it's very, yeah, it's very it's hard to women. believe for me the Amy Christian Bale romance. Uh, yeah, and I, I think the change in actress kind of hinders that. Because yeah. you're introduced to this new actress, and within a couple of scenes, like, she's falling in love with Laurie. Yeah. Um, Whereas at least uh, when you've got Florence Pugh as this follow-through, yeah. you've seen their relationship grow, whereas in 94 it's like, I've seen her have a relationship with Kirsten Dunst's Amy, and now we've got Samantha Mathis's yeah. Amy, um, and there's like a disconnect there for me. Um, he, I don't think he has as much growth as is given to Timothy Chalamet's character. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think... Um, I, I, I liked Christian Bale's kind of betrayal of... Yes, him uh, as a... Yeah. Um, was, was fantastic, but in terms okay. of um, growth and development and what the character had, mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet had infinitely more. Yes, though he took offer. I yeah. think he was too young looking. Give him some facial. He needed a little bit of facial hair, I think, yeah. by the end of the film. I think he's the right casting for now because of who he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, if I just didn't know anything about him, I would be like, no. He was though terrible when he was that. angry, his accent sounded like he was from New Jersey, which is very bizarre. <laughs> And I was like, you're supposed to have been raised in Europe. Like, I'm expecting some sort of, like, English lilt or, like, something where he sounds kind of from the hood, like, not very classy. (laughs) Um, I was going to mention that in the the screenwriter for the 1994 version, Robin Swickard, is Zoe Kazan's mother. Who's Zoe Kazan? Who wrote uh, Wildfire? No, I didn't do that one, that's why I didn't. Wildlife. Wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> who did Wildlife with her partner? Who was in Girls, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Sorry, Kazan. Yes, Kazan, yeah. But I think, I think those, two, those two speeches, which to me sounded very contemporary, worked. Mm-hmm. And didn't throw, <laughs> throw the film off because they, they were only stating what was already explicit in this text. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not it's not the movie the movie's about those things they're talking about, right. but they've given it like a modern context yes. to it. Um, it's not like it's come out of nowhere and she's trying to make a point. Like the book is making that kind of point already. Yeah, she's that, just giving it a, like a 2019, 2020 yeah. kind of yeah. context for it, so which really works. Embedded. It's embedded in yeah, the yeah, yeah. already. Exactly. If and if it hadn't been, and she suddenly put those words into those characters' minds, mm-hmm. yeah. it would have... Yeah, yeah, it, it felt natural for some of those characters to be having these conversations and having these thoughts and feelings that they didn't come out of their field at all. Well, look, I don't know how contemporary the version I read was, but at the end, when it's like about the author, the, one of the first things they say about Louisa Malcolm is she's like, feminist writer, like, that is always part of her MO, so it doesn't feel like mm. Greta Gerwig's just using, like, contemporary feminism as a trend. No. Right. Like, it was always kind of embedded in it as a... In, 
as much as it could have been for the time. Obviously, now we would read that story and think mm. that is not female <laughs> empowerment. <laughs> but, but at the time, that was probably quite progressive. Yeah, and, for, yeah, yeah, like, yeah for the It feels like Greg Erwitz bringing the most of herself to her adaptation of it, at least. Like, I've only seen the 94 one, but from the sounds of the other two as well, it feels like they're directors and writers who are doing a very good adaptation of this thing, but they are just doing that. Whereas yeah. Greg Erwin yeah. wanted to tell, <laughs> tell this story now for yeah. her own reasons, and yes. I think that really comes across. It was hearts. Yes. I think she was the only one who did like an artistic interpretation of anything. Everyone else, it was. You couldn't really tell who the director was. It wasn't Yeah, yeah. That's what we said. It wasn't distinctive. Yeah. It wasn't distinctive. And this is very much an adaptation for a modern audience. Yeah. So it's really placed mm-hmm. in its time period. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that will show years from now. Yeah. So yeah. That yes, this, yeah, this, yeah. You know, this Do you think it'll usurp... In 50 years' time, there'll probably be another little woman and we'll, we'll yeah, say, yeah. gosh, yeah. how funny the... Do you think it'll usurp the 1994 one, though? Because that one is... Yeah. Still no, makes a ton of money. I think this will be the one. Mm. Based on... Not just my reaction, but like critical reaction. I know that my own social media is an echo chamber, but my social media, like everyone is like, oh my god. Even people who, like even friends from home, that I'm like, oh, I don't think they would necessarily be that bothered about Little Women. They, I posted something about going to see it, and they messaged me like, oh my god, I loved it. It was so good. Like, yeah. I think it's just the right film for this time for yeah. a certain generation. Yeah. You're going because it's sexy, isn't it? Yeah. If they yeah. cast Frederick Wright, you wouldn't be at all interested. I think no, because a lot of people like Timothee Chalamet. I you think do. Christian Bale is sexy for me. For me. He's definitely. Yeah. I don't. John, Bro- John Brooks for me in a new one. Yeah, he's, great. <laughs> he's sweet, isn't he? Yeah. If he's, that's how I feel like Brooks should be. Like yeah. just likable, nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he, uh, that I keep saying that Christian Bale, but Laurie's supposed to be a little bit scandalous, playboy looking. Yeah. But I liked Christian Bale's interpretation when, at the beginning, he was a little bit. We talked about this. Like, a bit shy, wasn't yeah. he? A bit, not like bumbling, but yeah, like a little bit shy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas I think Timothy Chalamet, which I really struggled to say last name. Timothy Chalamet. I mean, how is that real name? It's just. It's well, I, I worry that I worry that Timothy Chalamet did a much better job of showing that shyness and bashfulness because of the the narrative being broken. When you first meet him, he is this oh, confident yeah, true, older yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, so when you jump back, I think oh. it's harder for him to. Yeah. yeah. Him to come across yeah, as shy because yeah. you've already established him as. And I also just see him by reputation. Yeah. And mm. I know who that is. I know what he's been in and how he's kind of the darling of the moment. Like, yeah. So for me, he's never going to be like awkward or shy. The 90s one, all of those actors were yeah. the darling of the moment. But I guess I'm watching and him yeah. for the other versions as well. For Florence Pugh, that's why she sings in the new one for me because mm. I've seen her in loads of stuff and loved her in it. Yeah. But she's done such varied and odd things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that she's not one of those actresses where I only see her as oh that's Florence Pugh like, like Emma Watson like everyone else I'm like oh that's them I yeah. do worry now it will be yeah. like I feel like to me now she is Amy like, no but what's great is like maybe maybe it won't be the case but like she was in Midsummer. She's yeah. been in this. I forgot she was, she was yeah. in Midsummer. She's in Fight with the Family. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never saw so Lady good. Shakespeare, which she's supposed oh, to be. Oh, Elena yeah. Beck. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, all of those roles are so different. And, and you she forget that different. she's in... Even in Midsummer, where she's like, she's got blonde hair. She's running around the countryside. Yeah. You know, like yeah. stupid <laughs> things, but things that might trigger. Until you said to me last night, I totally forgot she was yeah, yeah. the main character. I think she's I think she's like quite a chameleon of an actress. Yeah. I think she's just really so good. good. Well, I think she'll be one of these actresses who will make very interesting choices. I don't think she's in it to be... A marquee star, yeah. so I think she'll continue to make really yeah. quirky choices that will prevent her from possibly Maybe. becoming typecast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Which I think Emma Watson probably struggles from a little bit. Hmm. Uh, Which is probably why she keeps going for roles where she's American. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and then trying to do the accent. It's why I always defend uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Because he, he just makes the weirdest, <laughs> most unusual choices, which I love. Harry Potter. You, like, you might as well. No, which I think, which I think is great. Like, he could get paid millions to yeah. just go and be in like any old shit. Like a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's in unusual, like, not always great movies, but he's making interesting choices, yeah. which I think is. Uh, which makes me think, oh, Daniel Radcliffe's like being an actor. Yeah. I, think. I think he likes doing <laughs> He's never doing anything else. He's been an actor since he was ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, so, so if like, everyone, like Rupert Grint and stuff. Yeah. But they're not making like these old weird choices, which I love. True. Yeah. Well, because they can't get cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because it, it, is, it is a good film for this time because yeah. it's a very human film, and it's mm-hmm. it also is addressing what what's very evident in the novel too is that there are certain virtues. Mm-hmm. Possibly in the wider world seen as very meager, mm-hmm. but are the, the most important things that you can do as a human being. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think it's. And we need to, like, I, you know, it's a, and it may be old fashioned, but, like, you know, go back to some of that. But it's, I think it's so universal. Well, yeah. Like, the fact that we can read it now, what, 200, how many years yeah, later, and still all take something from yeah. it. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Whereas you can't necessarily do that with a, a book that might have been more popular or not women's fiction at the time. Yeah. Did, what did everyone think of the books? We haven't oh yes, about the books. Yeah. So let's not go back to But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, you could tell she was a really talented writer. Um, There's some amazing, there are some scenes that I will always remember and I'm glad I've reread it as an adult. And just some of the like speeches, I guess, that were given and interactions between mother and daughter and father and daughter and sister and sister and husband and wife. That felt like conversations people need to be having now, and you know, sort of getting over ourselves, and <laughs> you know, thinking about our community, and just and the mother being that. What does she say to her um, at when she's angry at Amy about like being nice to when she's telling her that she controls the temper as well? And she's no, it's no. like when she's crying. She, there's a line that she says to her about. Just being, you know, be nice to each other, really. Don't let the sun go down in your anger. Yes, things like that. Even just like, huh, you know. And it's funny, like, there's a line where they're dressing up to the, the party and um, she writes, well, we'll be either we'll be elegant or die. <laughs> you know, it's sort of, just gives a lot of humor, I think. I, you have to look at the book in context to its time period, yeah, too, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it... As I was saying too, I was joking before saying there were no other distractions, but this, these were the lights of novels mm-hmm. at that time. And she yeah. was writing them in installments. They're very Dickensian in that way that they just sprawl. Yeah, literally their entire lives. Yeah, so I mean, and so that's how people were reading back yeah. then. And that's so that for, for someone reading a book, a novel back then, they probably wouldn't even have noticed the length yeah. and some of the digressions. And I just hate that. Like, I know I went about the Irishman yeah. a lot, <laughs> and I, but that's because I didn't enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, but then I do think. I honestly think it being Christmas has been a big factor. Oh, I've yeah, had more time to enjoy yeah, yeah, it. And yeah. I, feel, I honestly feel like this month I've just been in like a really lovely bubble <laughs> of little women. Like, I, I, that's what I've been reading, that's what I've watched. Like, yeah. It's just been like a nice little yeah. comforting <laughs> end of the year. Yeah. I don't want it to it, 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 it is a cosy book. Yeah, there's just something really lovely about and it. And I think I would have really enjoyed like if it was coming like on my weekly newspaper and I would yes, get yeah. a second yeah. 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 like, so. you know, And reading you know, the domestic, various domestic scenes that were going on. I think I like at that time, I would have. I could yeah. see well, why this he week was. Yeah, we're at the party. Yeah, yeah. This week will be with Meg. Yeah. Next week will be somewhere yeah, in with Europe. Beth, or, so, yeah. 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 So I mean, in that in that sense, that's that's how I was reading it too. But again, I think you know, I read it quite 
quickly. Yeah. Again, I felt yeah. that I was going against the grain of the story. Having the, story. the time to pace it, I yeah. think. Which is, Makes again, probably what I did wrong with the Irishman, because I was like, oh, I don't really <laughs> <read> it. <laughs> so yeah, like, I yeah. yeah. and was like, shit, yeah. I've got 60% of it left. Like, yeah. Whereas this, I think, giving it time mm. to stagger. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. 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 some of the what what felt to us a little um, repetitive, mm -hmm. probably over the course of time, we just... Yeah. Previously, yeah. But they're not bad instructions. I mean, no. you're, you're being told these are all very good things about how you comport yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I was thinking about. You know, and in, you know, it was the tides are changing at that time, you know, at the end of the... Or, was it? 1868. What was happening in the world in 1868? <laughs> That was the... Any wars going on? Well, the Civil War was ending. Civil yeah, War was ending, yes. We were coming out of the War of Independence at that yes. point. You're using your Hamilton knowledge. Hamilton yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge. What's happening? 1868 events. <laughs> well, I mean, what, I mean, she was talking a lot about moral philosophy because she grew up a transcendentalist, and yeah. it was a lot about, you know, sort of self-improvement and self-reliance and community building, as well as being um, abolitionist. Uh, and a vegan, you know, and that's quite normal yeah, yeah. for the time, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. What would she have eaten? Because, like, they didn't have corn <laughs> or yeah. tofurky or... They probably didn't even have tofu. I know. Rice. <laughs> yeah, you just... Yeah, vegetables, pasta. Yeah. I read three Rice. chapters of this book, the yeah. day after last book club and really hated it. Um, and then didn't read it again until the 30th of December. <laughs> Uh, where I read 15 chapters in a day yeah. uh, and loved it. Yay! <laughs> loved it. You just had to commit to it. The, yeah, the thing I liked most about it was, it's like you said, it felt like a thing that's coming out in instalments because of the prose. Some chapters it would be like a, a narrative story, but sometimes you're like, oh, this is all the stuff from the Pitwick journal. Yeah, thing yeah, where, yeah you're reading uh, the Like the recipes and poems yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And this is, this is oh, this is just the correspondence that Amy sent yeah. from Europe, or yeah. this is Amy's bits from New York. And that, like, that was really lovely. Yeah. Um, and I, I enjoyed the brief moments, and I would like a little bit more of it in Greta Gerwig's movie when you had characters just talking to camera and yeah. reading their, yeah. Yeah. their letters out. It really worked for yeah. me. I thought those were lovely little scenes. Like, slowly filling the characters, they kind of talk to the camera. I'd much prefer that to 94's just having Joe do a voiceover yeah. and reading things. Joe, because it's one in a rider, I kept thinking I was watching Heathers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Christian Day is coming. That's how they kick off. Yeah. Um, but that, that was yeah. the only thing in the 94 that kind of took me out of it. Yeah. She's got such a distinctive voice, yeah. I think. Like, she's really. So when she's doing a voiceover, I'm like, oh, that's what she's going to do. Yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> she, I thought that, even though I didn't, I was almost convinced about the non linearity. Yeah. She did some really beautiful things on screen to suggest when we were going from one oh, yes. era to the next. When she was coming back from New York because of Beth's health, yeah. and you saw her walk by in the very bleak winter mm -hmm. and moving across the screen, and then suddenly she was moving the opposite direction, and it was sunlight, and it was spring in yeah. front of yeah. the same yeah. shop fronts. Yeah. It was real. It was very, very beautiful. Yeah. Did the sliding door thing as well and used the haircuts <laughs> to show time friends. Because you only got a, like one four years later or whatever it is, didn't you? And then, yeah. then you were kind of left to your interpretation of when time was moving. And yeah, yeah, Obviously yeah. with the signals like the hair. But we she know the writer had the best haircut, haircut, I think, of everyone. The shorter haircut. haircut. I didn't sure. like Cynthia Renan's haircut. It was just like... But that is what it would look like. I wanted more of it. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted like properly like shaved. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted like... Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. in the... Buzz cut. Yeah. In the 19... 49 version, it is like properly short. Mm. In the 33 one, it's kind of just like. Yeah, she but when they all have yeah. hair, like. like they both of them have got longer hair than you have now, though. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Yeah, almost. Yeah, we well, know it definitely does. <laughs> but 
but she, but I thought she really did well with showing us the honeyed environments of springs and summers mm. and yeah. the bleakness mm. of winters and it was really nice. I know obviously it's contemporary, but like visually it was the most beautiful by miles. Yeah, like it just okay. the, even the dresses and all the styling. Yeah, and the interior of old yeah. homes. Yeah. There's a couple of moments in the '94 version which I really liked. Where in the 94 version, when Joe goes to New York for the first time, it feels much more like a new yeah. time, like these kind of dirt streets and yeah. houses yeah. still kind of being constructed. It felt more like a city under construction, where it's about much more complete mm. in Gerwig's version, much more of like a fully functioning city. There were certain scenes like I missed in the book. I love the scene where you have Amy with, and you kind of get it a little bit with Aunt March and talking about the jewels mm-hmm. and like the ring that she gets and all the, about inheritance and not sort of mm. bragging or expecting that. Mm. Really in, the ring, in the book, that ring is such a thing, that like, yeah. for it, and she's yeah. coined yeah. 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 the both, both movies, but also of the yeah. earlier two, kept in. Cut the scene when... Uh, Amy and Joe both go to see Aunt March, yeah. and Joe essentially fucks herself from getting invited to yeah, Europe. Yeah, they do that they, in the earlier. They movie. do do it. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I thought it interesting that both the contemporary movies cut that scene and just had yeah. Amy reveal that she yeah. was now going like to Europe. You did in this scene because you didn't even hear dialogue. You just saw they had March talking to. Because it was Amy. at the yeah. party though that they did it. Whereas I think I like it better than the 1933 version where they're sitting together talking. Yeah. And they're in like the living room or something, and you see, yeah, and it's more like the book, I think. Yeah. But still, in the book, you get much a sharper Her sense person. of how Joe is ruining it for yeah, yeah. herself. And you get these, these lovely moments oh, where. Oh, they do the door to door thing where they knock on all the neighbors to see how everyone's yes, doing. Yes, and then that's how they end up at her place. Yeah. And she pisses everyone off by like having this attitude. Yeah. <laughs> and you get these nice moments where it was nail cut is. Is, is talking to the reader and like yeah. Joe doesn't know uh, what her tongue's got her into yeah. in this moment or whatever like and there's most like moments you're gonna see what's gonna happen yeah exactly which is kind of <laughs> takes us into her confession yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, her confidence about what's um, going on I've only seen two, I've only seen two mm-hmm. movies from the and you've seen all four I've seen all two, four and just two as well was everyone's favourite the most recent or did anyone prefer an older version or I, I certainly preferred this version I think okay. In, I don't know. I'm like in my mind. There's still like moments I prefer in other ones. I don't think one overall. None of them are perfect. Yeah, w- weirdly, I, I think, think the book is the best thing. Yeah, everything. yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I agree. Yeah. I think Greg Gerwig version is probably the best version in terms of adaptation, yes, craft, performances to the book, yeah. for the characters. I think I'd be more likely to watch the 94 version again. Yeah. No, I think, I think it's more... Yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> it's, that, it's the wrong kind of nature of it. Like, yeah. There's a scene where Gabriel Byrne takes Winona Ryder to the opera and oh, they yes. watch her in the rafters and have a little kiss. Yeah. yeah but that doesn't... <laughs> that, she would never have done that. Yeah, no, no, the, no, she the, the, the Meg uh, party scene in the 1994 version when she gets dressed up by the other girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is and, then, actually. and then Christian Bale calls her a slut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she wets her lipstick off very dramatically. It's very, yeah. very good. <laughs> I did quite like the, the moment where Timothy Shell and May is drunk at the party. Oh, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> <The> to friends! Which throws his drink around. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, um, and then their little contemporary dance out on the terrace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I might have put Christian Bale. Oh, yes. And they the had like, a really lovely yeah, dance yeah. around like, a, a dine, empty dining room, which worked much more for me than them dancing and outside. outside yeah. yeah. Um, even in the 33 version. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're in the hallway going. In the hallway. But they, like, cute. You, you, you sense how they conspire those two more than, like, okay, yeah. and then the also, one. But Because you saw the patch which oh, yes, which on you that don't back see. of her dress. Yeah. And it's a much bigger the scorch, deal. Because the scorch mark. Yeah. And they make much more of that at that party, mm-hmm. and the fact that they're the only two who are conspiring about her knowing that it's there and how yeah. they. Because in the new one, you don't know around. why she's 
hiding, right? Until she says, oh, I've, my sister told me not to But you never it. see it, though. No, you just, it's just yeah. implicit that it's there. You saw that at the beginning when she was standing against yeah, the thing, and it yeah. started on fire, but then you didn't associate... You didn't think it was necessarily the same dress. The same dress. Like, yeah, 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 I don't know what, what I was meant to make that leap. No. And it's, it's a quite, in, in the book, it's quite funny thing, and that's kind of carried through as well. Yeah. But, maybe, but maybe if if this version, the Greta Gerwig version, had showed us again more of how they conspired as kids, mm. yeah. to yeah. give us the sense that this isn't proper love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so by the time that she's rejecting him, I understand it better. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Both were, you were silly kids who worked off yeah. each other and riffed off each other because yeah. yeah. you both had the same kind of energy. Yeah. But I, I don't, I didn't have that. I didn't grasp that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think all of the relationships no. could have been given a bit more time to break. Like we said, the first thing you just kind of meet him and then all of a sudden they're getting together. Like even and that's it. Like, Meg and John a little bit. Like you could have had a little bit more interaction. They the best out, relationship like, out of everyone. I think. Yeah. In the. Oh, the I, I think the Laurie Amy works for me because you get so much time with them in Europe. I think. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's relationship. If we had infinite hours. That yeah. is what I would add to it. This is this is one of the the first movies I've seen where I could have happily had like another half an hour of yeah. Greta Gerwig's movie. Yeah. Just let things breathe and add a scene or two more for the relationship well, to build. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. I think pretty much all the films are two hours. Yeah, I thought this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael <laughs> ones like and, and the ones we saw as well were two yeah. hours. You would like to know if she, if she did shoot other footage mm-hmm. in some of these scenes that you could very much like to see. just have other scenes that you shot and see which ones were yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. in the film. DVD version. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I loved was there's a lot in both versions of the Tonight Four and the 2019 version. Kept loads of they both had loads of small moments which didn't seem big deals in the book. Yeah. They both had the scene where Joe's doing Meg's hair and oh, burns yeah, it a little hair. bit. But like, there's loads of little moments. Well, like that yeah, I think that. Um, 2019 kept that because it's such a big part of 94. I don't think because it's the <laughs> and it's in all the other films as well. It's like yeah. I think it's like a, almost a homage to the other yeah. films yeah. and that being a you big can, visual scene. Having watched all of the films, you can tell that they watched all of the films. Yeah, yeah. There are certain pieces that are so recognizable from the story, from the films, not necessarily the book, like yeah. the in the rain scene uh, under the umbrella, yeah. um, where they they're walking to, which is not really what happens in the book. Um, no. But it's from the films. It's from the first film in the 1933, and that's carried through. I, I was, for me, the the houses, uh, the March house looked yeah, exactly. almost identical yeah, in a 94 movie yeah, and yeah. the new movie. Like the way it was set up, how the rooms interconnected yeah. looked. Yeah, but you're right. 94 was so successful and so big, and it's got such a loyal fan base that I think yeah. she had to give some nods to that film mm. and not take too much away from it because the same group of people are going to see this one and yeah. they're going to judge it against it. So. You almost want it to be in tribute to rather than competing yeah. with. If, for me, the the final sequence of this, when she's by the time we get to the yeah. train station, was actually the most you know, conventionally romantic yes. uh, mm. adaptation I've seen of that, where yeah. everyone is conspiring to get her to the yeah. station yeah. 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 before he hops on that train. <laughs> oh my God! Suddenly we're in yeah. the midst of a rom-com. Yeah. Yeah. When she turns around after he's gone, everyone's looking at her. Even, even James Bond <laughs> is like, "You love him." You needed that joy at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was good. Yeah. Well, no, she was doing it after the paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Joe. Yeah. So we all liked this movie the best of the movies that we saw, but we all preferred the book over any of the movies? Is that what I'm taking away? I'm not going to read the book again. <laughs> I've read the book. I appreciate it. I think it has amazing stories. Not going to read Little Men, Joe's Boys? <laughs> no. <laughs> I need a break. Maybe next year, next January, I'll read it and I'll watch Little Men as well. Yeah. <laughs> but at the moment, I feel quite saturated oh, so much, in so the much. world of Little Men yeah. and Louisa yeah. May Alcott that yeah. I can 
I can leave it. I kind of want to read now. her fantasy stuff, though. The vampires and mermaids <laughs> and stuff. I'll get some uh, Louise May or vampires, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm more interested in her now. No, like, she's like, yeah. fascinating. I don't know, someone's obviously in relation to this, there'll be loads of press around it and stuff. Like, if someone's written something about Little Women now, I will click on it. Like, yeah. I'm more, yeah. way more invested yeah. in her and, and even just how this film does and the reception. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm fully committed to being a fan, as it were. Well, they make mention in the Greta Gerwig, which is not in the book, talking when, I think it's Laurie and, is it Amy who are talking? And she's talking about being, like, in the shadow of her sister and, like, how can women, you know, uh, make money and, like, women who are accepted. And they mention the Bronte sisters. Yes. Which I thought was funny. It wasn't here, was it? No, definitely. What, when, when, does that work out time-wise? When were the Brontes late? I feel like someone would have thought of this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no, we can't say this. Were there we That they would have knowledge. Well, you would have, if you were a oh, yeah, more yeah. alerted person, when you would they, have come across the Brontes. So, 18, 18 to 1855. So, it's, yeah. Oh, so like early 18. So, so, like, you know, about 10 years before. Yeah, 10, 20 years before, yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems like a contemporary reference yeah, that would have made yeah. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Those characters have been making those same statements back then. Because in theory, when we say Elcott, to their contemporaries. Yeah, and she would be a well-read woman, and as well the fact she was hanging out with Emerson and through her own. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. you know, well, typical, yeah. typical day at the Elcott's. <laughs> they sound like a fascinating family. Yeah, they like, did, actually. Just so many layers to... Beyond this story yeah. of what their lives are like, you go go into like a Google black hole. Yeah, mm. finding out about them. Um, there was, a, I think, I heard a quote from someone where they talk about the fact that she never married, and she like said in an interview she said something about how she falls in love with all the pretty girls. Every, oh, Louisa. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I've heard rumors about her. Yes. You, you, I mean, you could obviously make. Uh, the idea yeah. that, the, that Joe was coded yeah. as gay. This is why she wants this older man. They have beards. They have beards. They're all studying, so you could make her. She just wanted to yeah. sleep with Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Byrne, I mean, yeah. Just and that maybe that's her. why in film adaptations they don't have the children. Yeah. Because it leaves it more open to her not necessarily yeah. wanting to sleep with other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not have Potentially. Yeah. But genuinely, like maybe. And that's yeah. what we're to understand when she says, I don't feel that kind of love. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Louise May Alcott is so 2019, isn't she? Yeah. She's like a lesbian, vegan, feminist. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is she alive oh, at her yeah. time? Like, it's crazy. As well, a shrewd businesswoman. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. super savvy, very talented writer. Yeah. She knew what's going on. Yeah. It just, you, you wonder then how many women under pseudonyms were writing the fiction that we usually associate oh. with mm. yeah, 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 yeah. all that kind of pulp fiction. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting that there might have been yeah. Yeah. a whole group of women writing it as well. Yeah. Especially if uh, that seems to be believed where he was underpaying her because he was a woman. Like if you were sending in under a male name, would you be yeah. getting five dollars more mm-hmm. just because they thought you were John and not Joan? Yeah. Right. In the book, doesn't she do it as a male name? Or no, or a pseudonym. She doesn't. Other than a pseudonym, but with initials. Yes. So, yeah, I can't remember which version, but she's Joseph in one of them. Mm-hmm. Was it the 94? Oh, yes, it is. There's definitely a one it's where she's Joseph, not Joseph. Yeah. Um, and in Great One, she's no name? Yeah, she has, yeah. In the book, there is a period where she says she's definitely no name on it. Yeah. But then he knows she's a woman, so she still only gets paid the woman's rate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she sends it in under men's names, she gets paid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then, uh, 
So she won that competition and won $100. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She won $100. Don't just telling me that that's still a prize for literary like, competitions yeah, now. Like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, exactly. <laughs> Years later, you get paid the same. How much should that be? Yeah. yeah. Although, to be fair, there's, there's a flash fiction contest I'm looking at, which is 300 words, the winning prize is a grand. There you go. So, even with inflation, that's probably. Like, imagine how much $100 was at that time. 25 for your hair? I can't work out the math of it. I need a little bit more. Yeah. It's actually the work that endures is the one that's most personal. Yeah. Yes. Of her. You can still find collections, obviously, of her. I'm, I'm going to read some of like, a little writing. shirt. Yeah. yeah. Because she, uh, I think I read, this, I read this online, she wanted another collection of her pulpy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they pushed her into writing this instead of doing that. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sure you can find it. Yeah. Um. Is it, I wonder, is it not very good? That's why it hasn't... I just don't think that's the sort of writing that really does endure. Does it? yeah. It's yeah. very popular in its day, but it... There's well, it's me to find good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe she did write very yeah. that kind of material very good. She's obviously well. a good writer, in, yeah. you know, objectively. So. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad I, I read it as an adult. Though this, I think you get a different layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good. Would have if you wrote if you read it when you were a child. I'm mean, the sort of moral lessons of it. I don't think <laughs> I'm very impressed with both of you if you did get through it as a kid, though. Yeah. I feel like I must have read like some dumbed down kids version. Yeah. They do like with the pictures. Yeah. I've got a version on my bookshelf, my sister's bookshelf at home, but it's a lot smaller. I think like maybe it might only be the first Maybe part. it is. Maybe, maybe it's the first section yeah. of it. They don't go into all the marriage yeah. details. <laughs> I'm glad I read it all, Matt, yeah. either way. Definitely read it now. Yes. And oh, then some. Our rose and thorn of the film. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're just Which doing film? the most recent thing. I think just the most recent okay. one. As an other. That was what sparked this whole, yeah. because it was coming out now, yeah. so. Hmm. Do you have one in mind? Do you want to go first? Um, my favorite scene of the new—I don't know—I loved the menace of the ending. I thought mm-hmm. it was really smartly done. Kind of almost more of probably what Louise Alcott would have wanted is sort of leaving it open-ended that mm-hmm. she's not firmly set to have, be married and have to have children. Um, so I thought that was a really nice ode to the actual author. My thorn uh, was. Mr. Chalabay. <laughs> oh, wow. that's not true. No, 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 yeah, a- Amy is my rose. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought she was so good. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I've recently watched Fighting with My Family, but <laughs> which is a great movie. Um, <laughs> you haven't seen it, I am um, so much fully paid up member yeah. of the Florence Fan Club now. Yeah. She is uh, like excellent. Yeah, uh, my thorn was Emma Watson's accent. Oh, yes, it's just a little bit all over the shop, and it's not because I'm bitter, no. <laughs> it's not uh, Hermione <laughs> Vendetta. No, like I think I actually thought she did a good job, but I just felt like she hasn't quite got the accent. Down okay. and it shows. They can afford a good dialect. I mean, distract me. I wasn't. I'm with Tom. I brought distracted. Really? Yeah, yeah. She, like, there were points where she was just talking like she was British. British. I'm like, no, you need to make your mind up. And not in the Pickwick Society. Yes, 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 you, know, you, know you know what? Actually, maybe the reason that it didn't bother me so much is that, as much as I may have been unconsciously aware, mm-hmm. there was just this is the kind of standing that a, a, a girl like Meg would want to affect. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. that to her is the idea of aristocracy. Yeah, sophistication. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was a really great character choice by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. But outside yeah. of that, it wasn't. I mean, no, I wasn't. Well, but it was a real moment where I was like, oh, what's a bit. But just a couple of, not all yeah. the time. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. she had okay, but she sort of dipped in and out in it. Yeah. It got to me. But like, overall, I loved it. Like, yeah. yeah. Film of the year, and I only watched it four days in. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've watched two versions of Lit Women so far this year. Yeah, and nothing else. <laughs> Tom, Rose and Thorne. Rose and Thorne. Well, Rose, I'm just going to be much more general to say the sensibility of the film. Oh, I really liked. Yeah. And I would say my Thorne would be the non linearity. Because I wasn't quite sure why it was being used. Yeah. 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 So, Kat, I still haven't quite answered it, mm. even after our conversation here. Why? Yeah, yeah. I'm do some research and see if yeah. she said it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, I'm yeah. sure that she's addressed yeah. it, because it was it was a it's very a strong choice, yeah. a bold choice yeah. to make. It, it, just for me, it felt like it revealed too much too early. Yeah. Um, it kind of ruined build, the build-up the of, build of, of later, later moments. Um, it made that build impossible. And you didn't yeah. get the emotional payoff or the resonance yeah, yeah. that yeah. you got. One of the first things Amy says to Laurie is, I'm sorry about Joe. Like, and said you no. Go. You're like, I'm nine minutes in. It took me weeks of reading to get to this point. <laughs> like, oh my god, we're already in yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. We're in Europe. Yeah. You get to that point in the book and you have like actual, real, complicated feelings about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would they be good? Yeah, yeah, would they yeah, not yeah. be good? Well, I thought like... there was a moment where I, when we first started the new one where I thought we were just doing that. We were just doing the second like, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't mind the jump back in. Yeah. It, it did work. Well, you could have but you're just doing it in flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. Like, the main, the story you're following is the, the second half, but then you're just dipping in and out of... Yeah, but we, like, still, but we still got about an hour of each. Yeah, yeah. Which made that feel less... Was that your relevant. thorn, then? Um, no, my, my, I'll, I'll do my thorn first then. My thorn was uh, having the author's kids come in and go, what happens to these women? Please publish this book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was like such a like a weird little thing to add. They just had to show that it was popular. Oh, that's fine, but it just felt like oh yeah, stupid publisher doesn't understand. I thought it could have been a better scene. What they did in the book, where the father submitted it to a magazine, mm. yeah, and then they said, "Oh, we want more," mm. so she writes more. Yeah. I thought that would have been more endearing rather yeah. than yeah. Or just or just having realised that it, it might be able to sell. Yeah, I think it's a nod to. It being like other little women, yeah, like no, little women, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I know that's a very spoon-fed take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that didn't didn't work. Especially when he had that weird conversation with his mum, his wife, about oh, yeah. why he didn't ask about her mother. Well, yeah. <laughs> I did wonder why we were being introduced <laughs> yeah. to them at this later. I, felt, I, felt, I, I honestly felt like that publisher had more screen time than John Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was sort of. There's so much other stuff in the book that yeah. would be nice to include. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, oh, I also the domestic conversation between Emma Watson and uh, Chris Cooper. I thought was wait, no, was it the actor's name? James Norton. Yeah, James yeah, Norton. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, that, that was one of my favorites. Norton. James Norton. I thought that was a great scene. Yeah, yeah. about them talking about yes. their um, the silk and stuff like that. That, 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 that was that was a really great scene. Because that was the, the that's the only adaptation that included that from mm-hmm. the book. So. Yeah. Uh, th- that scene, as we discussed earlier, um, Chris Cooper's James Lawrence coming down the oh, stairs yes. to listen to Beth mm. are two great scenes. Like, yeah. that, that scene is, is just score and acting. There's nothing yeah. dialogue in it, but it's like one of the most impactful moments oh, in yeah, the entire he, movie. I think him as an actor and his, he didn't have a lot of lines, but every time he was there, mm. it was just. He, I think oh. this was the best casting apart from Frederick for me across the board. Yeah. Like, everyone else I thought was like. Perfect for that character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the James Brooke was great. I, I mean, you didn't like Timothy Chalamet, but I thought he was great <laughs> in that role. Him. Yeah, uh, I thought Art March was good. I thought Laura Dern was great. I thought yeah. the sisters were yeah. great. Like even with the accent, I do think Emma Watson is my Meg. Like I feel, I feel yeah. her as Meg. 
Let's just have a house. Okay, I'm coming in. <laughs> you get used to it. The first week we lived here, I thought people were breaking in all the time, but then you just get over so, it. So there's a draft from one of our windows still right there, yeah. so like a little waffles a bit. Um, but I, st- I still thought she was a good Meg. Yeah. It was just the old accent quote that bothered me. Um, I, was, I was really surprised by how nice their house was in all the versions. Oh, yes. In, they, in my head, it was, oh, yeah, no, in no, my no. head it was like more cramped than all the girls were in one room. There's but, four and then there's four. Well, you see the Hummel poor and they're both yeah. the shack. I know, I know they were meant to have been richer. Yeah. Um, but maybe yeah, the house is the last remnant of that wealth. I think you get that wealth. through the fact that they have nice things but they can't have new nice things. Yeah, they've yeah. got one nice dress but that's the only dress they've got and they can't have another one. In the earlier episodes. They've got a housekeeper. Yes. They've got one though. They would have had a house full of servants. They would have had this, yeah. I think the earlier Adaptations and the 1994 does a better job talking about the fact that they lost this money. Mm. Yeah. And they don't talk about it as. Because it doesn't make sense. In. They have the Aunt March who's really rich. We don't know really why she's rich, but that her brother is really poor. Yeah. Yeah. But like, he's, he he's lost his money, hasn't he? Doing something or giving it away. He's just kind, I think. Yeah. Like, he's helping a friend. Yeah. 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 Wrong. Which she doesn't actually. Does she explain the. She oh, doesn't no, really explain Oh, it. wait. So it's because he tries. Wait, no. Is this in the 1930. 1930- 40, no, 33 version, <laughs> where they talk about the fact that he tried to run a school which allowed for black children to come learn. Oh, they mentioned that's, that in... That's, that's this book? one. No. That's the 94. Is that, is that the 94? It is 94, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, oh, March says it, doesn't she? And so no, he, no, one of the other... Um, when, they're do, when they're dressing Meg up, like, tying her oh, up, yeah, and they say, one of the girls who's there, who's, like, looking down on her, mentions... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fact the, that you, there's yeah. a reason you've got no money, and it's because you haven't got slaves, essentially, yeah. is yeah, what yeah, she's yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, but, okay. um, and he was trying to, like, educate freed slaves or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he lets, like, a woman, like, a girl of colour yeah. join, join this school, and it, like, undermines maybe, it all. And that's why he maybe lost his money. So, I don't know if... I don't remember in the book if there is anything. She just mentioned that he was helping a friend and yeah. yeah. They mentioned yeah. that he had money and has yeah. lost yeah. Yeah. lots of Something it. went wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. He lost all his money. Yeah. Along with his friends. He's a good man. Well, good job, everyone. <laughs> we did a lot of work for this one. <laughs>